Hello, love. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I thank you for being here. I thank you for sharing your time with me and just for being an unconditionally loving individual. I appreciate you with every ounce of my being, every single one of you that just like listen to my words and really take time to attentively listen and have my words be comfort for you is honestly so healing to me. Growing up, I have been struggling with healing that side of me of feeling acknowledged and the fact that I have like 1400 of you guys just like listening to my words and actually listening and then you share a piece that you loved um, about the podcast with me. Honestly, it's just so healing to me. So again, I'm just so appreciative. There's somebody outside my room mowing right now, but the past few days, I have been trying to make a podcast episode and rather the past few weeks I have been and every time I try to do a podcast episode it either gets deleted my phone dies or I stumble over my words so much to the point that I literally just want to chuck my phone across the room and so right now I feel grounded and my words feel a lot more crystal clear so here I am now making an episode so today this episode is going to kind of be about the the overwhelming side somebody asked me to make a podcast episode on like the dark side of spirituality but i think that there's duality to everything and i don't want to give anything a label of being inherently really good or really bad because our mind likes to give labels and that's not something that we need but i think that spirituality can take a toll on you when you don't look on it don't look at it the correct way So for me, I've gone through periods of existentialism where I don't want to do anything because I'm just like, yeah, we're on a floating rock in the middle of space. Nothing really matters. But it puts me into an existentialist state of mind where literally nothing matters. And I love that. I do love that mindset. But at the same time, it has to come with the balance because we live in duality um, universe, whatever is one side of it, there has to be the other, there has to be the positive and the negative, the light and the dark, you know, and you have to find that materialistic balance of being human, because we were sent here to find peace in the materialism, I believe, so finding that sense of um, belonging, even in the materialism, is really, really important, I had gone through that phase in the beginning of 2022 and then my parents kind of like shoved it down my throat, not shoved it down my my throat, but like, and the words of the words kind of like feeling like they were choking me of being like, you need to do this and you need to do that and you can't just sit around because there was a few days where I would just like sit in my room and not do anything because I was overwhelmed with the things that I could be doing and I wouldn't make a list of the things I needed to do. But making that list, I think, has been beneficial. Like, I just made my list for today. And I just listed out um, things I need to do throughout this week. It's going to be a different kind of week for me. And it's, like, kind of looking ahead but staying present. Because finding that balance, too, when they would bring up, like, oh, you need to have um, this plan set out. And I'm like, well, there's only the present moment. And, yeah, I still live by that. There is only the present moment. But even just journaling out what the possibilities of what that day, what Wednesday or what Thursday could look like, and just giving yourself an outline can be really beneficial, especially for the neurodivergent brain like me. Because I'll I'll wake up, I'll be like, 
okay, nothing important is happening today. And then I'll, I won't have a schedule. And then I'll go throughout the day and I'll realize by the time it's like 5 p.m. that I had so much that I actually had to get done that day that I just did not write out that it could have gotten accomplished because I didn't make a list. And I just kind of would see what needs to be done and do it rather than looking about what needed to be done for that day, you know? So that is one thing for me that I think that can be the opposite, um, like a balance of spirituality. I think that there's also the darker feminine, the darker masculine, which is not a, a lot of society wants to market as a demonizing or satanic type of thing, spirituality, but it's not like being a witch or, um, a warlock, a witch or a warlock. What is the words I'm looking for? Dabbling in witchery. I Bear with me. I don't know the words that I'm looking for. But dabbling in those kind of things of like um, bones and herbs and um, lighting candles. And like, I don't, I won't ever mess with the sacrifices of like animals or anything. I don't. That's something that is really out of my comfort. So people can see that as like a dark side of spirituality, I guess. Um, But again, there's balance in everything. And I have some people that are in my life that I would see are very like dark energy people. And I want to judge that, but it's just your ego attaching. And it's not. They just approach and they see life in a different way. And I heard this quote and it's do not identify anything as good energy or bad energy because the world works on energy just in general and don't criticize the energy allow it to be like I am very sensitive to I feel like I've created a label for myself of what I can be and what I can't be and me I'm very sensitive for music because I my music is my whole well-being and I when I listen to music I every fabric of my being is put into there I sing the lyrics intentionally I get lost in the lyrics um and the beat of the sound I move my body to even if it's just my fingers or my knee bouncing up and down or my foot being tapped music for me is a gateway for like a portal and I was in the car with somebody and they started turning on like little peep and I <laughs> I was blasted. I was like, oh, I, I don't know how to handle this because if you know who Little Peep is and you know his music, it's very dark and very intense. And for me, I was just taken back by that. And I immediately, I gave myself the identification of, oh, this is low vibrational music. And I immediately started having anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to internalize this and I'm going to have an awful night. So try not to identify what is good or bad and just allow it to be because when you give the human mind and I a chance to rationalize, I think that that's where we really go downhill from things. Um, another side of spirituality is new age spirituality, just finding materialistic things. And when you don't have and you don't look hippie-ish, people find that as not a good thing. Like, oh, you're not actually spiritual. You don't, you're not dressing like a hippie spirituality has nothing to do with your physical looks it has everything to do with the way that you heal and everything to do with the way that you present yourself to the world the kindness and the love that you have um, as a presentation of you 
So don't see spirituality as a materialistic thing. It's not about getting the newest chakra book or like things like that. And also do your own research on spirituality. There's a lot being taken and not being identified from the root. For me, when I first got into spirituality, I was like, oh my God, chakras. And then I realized that that's not even how you say chakras. And I realized that it's uh, westernized in the way of the United States have no, they do, a lot of them have actually turned to people from India, but I think when it comes to chakra work, it it goes a lot deeper than what we think, there's the kundalini spirit attached to that, and if you try to awaken that without true guidance, you can literally go into hypnosis, I've heard stories of people trying to awaken their kundalini energy, which is dormant energy in the bottom of the spine, and it shoots up to their head, and they literally they're trapped in their body. It's like they, they, and they are in a coma for the rest of their lives. So there's some things that you cannot just learn from YouTube. There's some things that you cannot just learn from a simple book from somebody from the hippie era. Like I was gifted these books and their yoga basics and they have great stuff, but I would love to learn from an actual like yogi from India or from um, a place in Asia. And I think even I asked somebody who's from India and who has a Hindu background, I was just like, hey, is it okay for me to practice what uh, chakras mean to me? And she's like, I would rather you not unless you learn from somebody from India because a lot of it is not truth and you're just um, culturally appropriating. And I'm like, okay, that's why I asked. So thank you. Like, For me, I'd much rather go to the root of things than have things be passed down and watered down. And that's my own opinion on um, that side of things. Um, and so materialism I just talked about. Let's see what else. Mm, conspiracy theories. I've, uh, I've gone through this phase where I got so deep into conspiracy theories. I will always be a conspiracy theorist. But it reaches a point where you see your whole life as a conspiracy theory. And you will be like rocked to your core I had a moment where I was got so deep into like spiritual conspiracy theories of like the matrix and of like the government and everything and literally I was so paranoid for like a week I was so paranoid and that can also be like a dark side of spirituality um and then uh going back circling back to new age spirituality spirituality has nothing to do with um Crystals, they have a lot of properties, but you can't just buy crystals and be spiritual. Spirituality is spiritual healing, and when you refuse to do the healing, you're doing more harm than anything because you're showing people, oh, you can just buy a crystal and you're healed when the whole work of spirituality is about the physical act of looking within and all your triggers. I'm shutting my door. My door wasn't shut in my room. Um, And I've been so distracted by other people's, like, talking, so... And I'm like on a roll right now, but looking within, that's what spirituality is. And we're inherently spiritual beings. So when we're born into this world, we're born out of love. Literally, we're born into the physical manifestation of a body of love. And excuse me. And then going into it, we're stripped of all these beliefs of who we can and can't be. And it's rather not the idea of discovering love again. It's stripping the idea that we're unlovable because inherently we are love. Inherently we are spiritual beings. 
For me, I think that my soul signed a contract to come here to earth to do what I need to do for this life, to show others, to hold space for others, to heal my generational line. And that is what I believe to be my truth, my power in this world, to just help other others bloom into their potentiality of things, into their dharma. And some people are meant to literally just be here to cause chaos in the family. We all have those people in our in our family who cause a lot of chaos, but they're meant to show us the good and the bad, the potential the potentiality of what they could have been and what they are. And it's nothing to judge. Be like you were somebody who wrecked the family, or you're the family disappointment. That's what their life chose. That's what, not their life. That's what their soul chose in this life to show. Because again, this universe, we want it so bad to be a utopia, but what grounds us is the, the balance between good and bad. Because without the bad days, the good days wouldn't feel so good. Like energy cannot be created nor destroyed and what goes up must come down. And that's the most unique thought of being human is understanding that you can't just have good days even though we want it so bad like I've been anxious recently I have a trip coming up in like 20 something days where I'm going to be gone for two weeks from my home and I I've been struggling with anxiety so my anxiety is automatically going to oh my god what if I have anxiety when I'm gone and I can't ground myself and Finding the balance between if that does happen, it's going to show me a new level of understanding and new love for and compassion for myself and the two beautiful individuals I'm going to be around because it's going to show me that even if I'm outside of what I call my comfort, my home, my room, I still can love myself so deeply and be so compassionate with myself and ask for help. You know, when you're alone by yourself, when you are uncomfortable, you can hyper isolate. When you're around people, you can't just do that. Sometimes you have to allow yourself to ask for help. And asking for help is so vulnerable for me. But I think that at every lesson, there's there's just something beautiful there to learn about yourself. Even just me getting out of a situationship like six months ago and trauma triggers coming up with a new connection that I have. Um, that person with that, within that situationship six months ago as soon as we like broke things off, we never dated, but there was like mutual feelings there. And I attached myself to this person. So when I detached from that, I had to learn a new awareness of me and a new awareness of how to love me. And every single time you get broken up with, or every single time that a family member disappoints you or projects something onto you, it shows you a new level of awareness of how to love yourself. And that is so, so awesome. And so instead of being like, I hate this world, I hate this life, I've just been broken up with and life is never going to be better. Or this family member is doing this to me and I'm never going to get better. Take a step back and it's okay if you're feeling those feelings because you're human and we've been taught to react that way. But take a deep breath and be like, wow, I can actually learn a lot from this. I can learn that maybe my parents need more acknowledgement because they were never shown that. So I can't, I can't expect them to do that for me. Or, you know, just the understanding and the awareness of being more compassionate can change the situation 10 times. Um, and, you know, that protection um, or rejection is protection. 
everything that happened is is going to lead you up to how your life is going to be. It's going to lead you back to your Dharma path. And I talked about this um, vision for a long time, a couple different episodes, is you're on a river and you're floating down a river in this tube. Imagine this. You're living your best life and then there's a fork. It goes off two different ways, the left and the right. And you know the right. You're like, oh, I know where the right is going. I know and I want to go down the right. But you start going down the left. So you hop out of that tube and you try your you try your best to go against the current, to go back upstream, to go to the right, to go to the area where it's comfortable. And nope, the more that you fight the left-hand side floating down that river, the harder it's going to be. And sometimes we are literally shot into a new direction and it feels so uncomfortable and so weird at first. But when you can surrender to those feelings and allow them to be just a little bit longer you realize that at the end of that river, there was a beautiful field of poppies and all the mystical little fairies you want to hang out with and who knows, whatever your fantasy is, at the end of that river, that's where it is. The beauty of everything was right down there. The beauty of that moment was right there, what you wanted to see. But you have to surrender to that. If you didn't go down that left-hand side, you would have been in the area where you already know down the right. And now that you've traveled down the left hand side you're like wow okay that was really stinking cool I hated it in the beginning but I'm glad I surrendered to it and that's something that's also really really beautiful my words right now is like my favorite words to just like throw in is beautiful it's um acknowledgement it's compassion I love those words so much people in the back are yelling and (laughs) I keep getting so distracted so I'm trying to talk louder over them so I don't do that. Um, but those are like all the like the darker sides of spirituality is um, I'm not going to reiterate them because I'm going to f- confuse myself, but there's balance to everything. So I don't I try not to inherently label anything as bad or good. And I just kind of allow it to be. So nothing is inherently awful about spirituality. There is a learning and there's growth and there always has to be the light to the dark, you know? Something else that I had heard recently, I saw this TikTok and I loved it. And it was this woman talking, it was showing a picture of this scary monster. And it's like, she was like, who told you that this is scary? And then showed a picture of a flower and it was this flower that if you touch or eat it, you'll literally die. And she's like, but nobody told you to be scared of this, but why are you scared of this monster? Like inherently society has taught us to be so scared over things i made a speech and it was kids i remember being a kid and like wanting to slide head down first on my back down a really steep slide i was so excited to do that and then i was told by an adult no you can't do that that's dangerous you could die riddled me with so much fear and i never did it so it without people telling us what is for us if you just blind them out and you learn on your own you're going to learn way more than going by others validation and that's something that I learned too is society and people are always going to try to form you into somebody who you are not and when you can actively choose to do what you want what your feelings are and really dive deep into those feelings you find a new awareness of yourself a new uniqueness, a new empowerment of yourself, and that's really, really cool. 
like for me, I, I dress differently. I'm now into the era of myself of dressing the way that feels best for me. And some people are like, your shirt is wrinkly or you have a sweat stain or you have a stain in your shirt or your pants. And I'm like, first of all, I don't really care. I think that it's it's a societal standard. I even talk about this. Like who who said that burping and farting was not okay? Who said that you have to have this perfect posture and walk this certain way and be this or that? And just like questioning everything that I've been told. So dressing the way that I want to. Like yesterday, I wore a long... I'm wearing it now. Well, I'm wearing the shirt. But it's a sun and moon shirt from PacSun. And I thrifted a periwinkle, um, like, large slip dress. And I put it on top and I wore it with heels. And the right people thought I looked freaking awesome. And some people are just like, what the F are you wearing? And I'm like, this is the awareness of me. This is the way that I want to dress. And this is the way I feel most confident. Like yesterday, I was going to wear a denim granny kind of like over shirt type thing and denim ripped black jeans and heels. And I know that I would have gotten comments on it. And that's why I decided not to wear it. But I kind of wish I went out of my comfort zone and wore it. It wasn't the most comfortable though. So I'm glad I didn't because the slip dress, I could just like lounge around in. But Things like that is when you really want to wear something and you're just being held back by the fear of what other people are going to say about you, that's when you need to wear it. That's when you need to step out of your comfort zone and be like, nope, people's perceptions of me is not going to become my identity. People's perceptions of me are not going to become my identity. So that's exactly what needs to be the new situation I think I don't know but that's something that I've been learning is don't take anything that excuse me people have to say to heart be kind be courageous be you because you strutting down that street wearing that outfit is going to show little girls and little boys what they have the potentiality to be somebody so powerful in their own inherent being. But if you try to dress like everybody else, I I have so much love for my past self that wore what other people wore, but I never felt like me. And so I would like minimize myself and crunch myself down. When I wear something I feel empowered in, I wear big, tall boots and I, my head is held so high and my chest is projected forward. My heart space is open wide and I strut wherever I go. But when I'm forced to wear something that looks like something everybody else wears, I automatically feel so uncomfortable because I'm like, I can't express my higher self through this. I can't express the most powerful, loving version of myself through this because I'm being forced to wear something that doesn't feel good in my skin, something that I can't express myself by. If I dress like everybody else at a family gathering, people aren't going to come up to me and ask me what I do for a living, you know? Like, if I dress like, when I go up to people, I go up to them by what they're wearing and the way that their energy looks. So like yesterday at a family thing, and um, a sibling's friend was there, and they're like-minded. And how I knew they were like-minded is because they had a septum, they were wearing a long flowy skirt, and they had tattoos and that's the first person I went up to and I'm like I love your look I love your tattoos I love your skirt I love your septum and they were like complimenting me as well and 
that's why I need to be my most authentic self wearing what I want to wear because that's how I attract like-minded people. If you close yourself off, people aren't going to go up to you because they don't, they think you're like everybody else. Maybe that's just how I see it. But (laughs) I guess it's a balance of like not, not judging a book by its cover. But when I see people and their energy dressing the way that they want to dress, those are the people that I always go up to because you can tell that they know who the F they are and they're not going to project their insecurities onto you because they're in their highest light. So I think that's going to be the end of this podcast episode. I finally got everything out that I've been, I didn't get everything out, but it got out a lot of what I wanted to share with you guys. Um, And I love you all. And I thank you for being so beautiful. And when I say beautiful, I'm talking about energy, your radiant light. And please wear what you want to wear. Like, even if it's society's way of saying like, oh, you look funky, like, please still wear that because you're showing people the potential of what they could look like in their most highest self. Like I was just saying, it's so cool. And I just thank you for being you and holding space and healing because when you heal, a tsunami of love is created and that's still my favorite thing is when you smile at a stranger you're creating a tsunami of love throughout that whole radius of area and that that is just it's magical so thank you for being you and thank you for healing and thank you for listening and if you've gotten this far please give me a follow if you're new here and if you've still gotten this far i just thank you for listening Um, You can also give me um, a review on Apple Podcasts if you want. You can also give me a star rating on Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on. There's ways of interacting to help boost my content, to reach more people. And I'm so excited to see where this podcast continues to go. I want people to, I want to get this to be more integrated with people. And I'm trying to figure out how exactly I want to do that so you guys can hear perspectives of others from around the world on spirituality and spiritual healing. So that's something that I'm working on. Um, But even, I started this back in August and it's going to be August in three months and it's almost been a year and that's crazy. This year has flown by. Flown by? Has been flying by. (laughs) And I am just so grateful for everyone. I'm grateful for myself and for taking that leap of faith and starting the podcast. So I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.